Live from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It's Thursday, June 10th. I almost said 11th, but uh, anyways, uh, Big Sexy just walked in. And apparently, if you're a member, this is breaking news to to us uh, here in the studio, but if you are a member of Kaiser Permanente, they're giving away cash and prizes and trips to the Bahamas and shit if you get the, if you get the stab. So, you know, if you're a member of Kaiser Permanente, uh, I don't know if that's nationwide or not. I know it's here in Southern California, but uh, now's your chance to, to to win cash and prizes from your healthcare provider near you. Interesting. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the show. I appreciate everybody joining us over on Podbean in addition to our DD Live video, video platform. And um, I think we're also over on Twitch um, and many other places mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, even our, our good friends over at Airtime. Uh, we seem to continue to get a subscriber over there, but apparently they continuously forget what the hell time we go live, but they'll catch on one of these days. Anywho, um, earlier this afternoon, uh, cause you guys know I'm all about platforms improving and trying to do better. And, uh, and producer Eric, you were, I think a part of at least one, you probably went into multiple, uh, shows that Podbean was, uh, featuring on the network. Uh, the one that I, I went in all three of them. The one I uh, personally was involved with was basically, you know, is for them to try to market to new pod uh, podcasting hosts. And, you know, I was kind of I was somewhat respectful knowing that, hey, this is they're trying to get new people in here and all that. They don't want to hear all the the bullshit problems that, you know, hosts like myself have had over the past year and recommendations on how to improve things. Uh, but I did slip a few questions, uh, you know, more or less. I was told, eh, just email us. We'll uh, get back to you. Uh, we'll see. I, I immediately did email them, uh, so we'll hear back. But one of the things that I uh, basically put in my email, I'm a businessman. Uh, any type of feedback that I get, that is very valuable to me as a business owner. So I was thinking, uh, you know, Podbean, you might want to have a collaboration with many of your hosts on this platform because the people that utilize your platform day in and day out, we know all the issues. We know what you need to do to improve the platform for a better listener experience. And, you know, by the way, um, for a better host experience too, but uh, I'm hopeful that uh, they will listen to me. Uh, You know, I'm nobody. I'm, I'm just another number in their plethora of podcast hosts that uh, subscribe to this network but i'm uh i'm really hoping that they uh listen to the email uh because i know there's a number of hosts including myself that wouldn't mind taking time out of my busy day to collaborate with them and try to get uh, some new features i mean hell half the time when i have a, a guest on the show with us if there's background noise and i don't want it in the show you know they have a feature that you can mute them uh 90 percent of the time the Shit don't work. So that's number one. But there's many other things that I told them about. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we'll get you guys a better listening experience and we'll have an 
hell, we'll have an overall better show. Anyways, welcome. Hey, uh, hey uh, where's Monica there, Bill? <laughs> Looks like Bill Clinton has uh, dropped in. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to regret this. What is going on, Mr. Clinton? How are you? Oh, how are you? I don't think Bill Clinton realizes that. Uh, You're on the back of the toilet. Oh, you're on the toilet. All right. Well, it sounds like we found out trivia. the button did work that time. There were so many kids in there. I'm like, I wonder if he's visiting me. But uh, me, Lady Me, I know you're in here. Uh, is Bill Clinton uh, over at your house? It sounded like your home. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. Uh, welcome to the uh, show, Only Crazy Lady. There's many crazy ladies in here. Oh, there, well. there he is. But anyways, what do you think, Eric? Do you think we're going to hear back from Podbean or what, what? what's going on? I think it really depends because I know tomorrow and Saturday they've got um, a few more shows and a part of their how-to and Ask Me Anything series planned. Um, but I think um, that you and Mike and, and Jeremy kind of had the experience like like when they come, when you go to like ask certain questions or raise certain issues, it just seems like they're really selective on what they want to present and don't want to present. Yeah. And, you know, I'm hopeful. I mean, you know, even though I dislike the pieces of garbage over at haps.tv, I do commend them because they actually, they like thrive on user feedback. I mean, they do their own shows almost, if not daily, every other day, just to get feedback from people to improve their platform. And I think that right there is very smart, even though they're pieces of crap. So hopefully Podbean takes some suggestions and uh, things improve. Uh, just like the other thing I asked him about was, what about, you know, they have this video feature on Podbean, but you can't do your shows live with live video. I'm like, hey, perhaps live video and live audio? Hmm, who knows? I know I understand things take money, but God forbid the amount of money that they take from donations and beans from hosts, uh, they can spare mm-hmm. some on improving their platform so i know i know like the 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 suggestions we've made for for them in regards to them improving their platform um you know them number one really need to get that trolling issue under control where um you know you don't have these the these trolls having to create these like burner or you know fake accounts under non-existent email addresses and coming in to steal people's like user photos and and coming up with unflattering usernames and then saying things that would amount to libel or slander yeah and and people and people want to come on here you know for a good experience and to the point that they're not having to call a lawyer or or make a police report about possible interstate and cyber stalking yeah, that uh, I agree with you 100% on there. That's something that needs to be addressed, and there's ways... And that the technical can, uh, issues you've you brought up in the past. Yeah, and there's ways they can do it. They just need to spend a little bit of money. Anyways, uh, Hurt, how are you doing? Uh, you think uh, you think we're going to hear back from Podbean, or you know, we're just, uh, just another number to them? I really don't know. You know, anytime I've emailed them on something that was going on with my account or what have you, they've been really quick to respond. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like things that would enhance the show and the control capability for the host, they're not too fast with. You know, Eric and 
Mike and I were talking last night on Mike's uh, little impromptu or thing. Two nights ago. Oh, was it two nights ago? Yeah, see, my days just run together now. Uh, but anyway, you know, I was like, one thing I think they should give the host the ability to either set the show where it's a free for all, come in as you get there, or you've got to verify the people before they come in. Look at it. You know the name, or you you want to see what it's about? Click accept. You know, if if it's one of those troll names or somebody that you don't want there, then deny them. You know. But um, I I think that kind of stuff, they seem slower to react on than when it's a personal user's uh, situation. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes uh, a lot of sense, much sense. I think maybe have like a, like a, uh, maybe what Pertwee's describing is like a doorman at a bar. (laughs) Yeah, have a bouncer. Eric can be the bouncer. He's the producer (laughs) and the bouncer. Yeah, well, we I'm, I think, um, you know, the host and like designated admins like me and Pertwee and Lady Me and, and Mike and anybody else you would designate as admins to the show. Um, you know, we, they like anybody coming in the show, you know, who isn't an admin, you know, they, they at least need to go through a vetting process first because we want to make sure they are who they say they are and they're not coming in. Uh, I just I just don't think know, the hosts have as, much con- have as much control over the shows. As they should have. Oh, thank you, Lady Me. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. We just got a brand new Corvette in the top by the uh, Lady of the Me. (laughs) We're going to stay in the top 20 for sure. That right there is going to enable Slightly to go up north to get his own damn donuts, I think. You know why she gave me the car, don't you, (laughs) What's that? Why is that? Because she can't fit her damn kids in there. Sorry, me. Sorry. <laughs> I, got, I got him back for you, me. Don't worry. I got your back, baby. That's right. Wow. You might be able to go to Las Vegas. Thanks for the love there. She says facts. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but, but, you know, Pert, we and BP, we definitely have to thank you for the diamonds that y'all each dropped over on D-Live. Yes, we, we appreciate every single queen and every single lemon. And uh, we're very accepting of uh, motor vehicles as well. Well, so, I, so. I know that diamond's not as shiny as that Corvette, so my apologies. Well, hey, that diamond looks really well in that Corvette. <laughs> hey, use it as a hood ornament. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Melt is, oh, Melt Dog number two. Way to go, Melt Dog. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I, you know what we need to do? We need to figure out a way to get him to beat more of <laughs> Well, if we all set up bots on our computers and let it automatically dial in and points, I guess we could. Uh, I want to get to Jeremy. I know, Jeremy, uh, you have a a little something to say about uh, the uh, show that Podbean put on earlier today. Uh, You and I had talked about, hell, maybe we should do our own. uh, Hey, you're interested in doing your own podcast. You know, come listen to us who have been doing it on the platform. What do you have to say about that? I'm going to do it tomorrow night. <laughs> episode <go>. number two. <laughs> I, I kind of like the idea. We, we might as well be mocking them, right? Well, I, I, I think it's important to give the truth. That's what we like to do. Exactly. So why not well, do people that have not experienced doing their own podcast? Why listen to some guy? Who's only? What did you say, Jeremy? He he only did like six damn episodes. Hey, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. This dude has seven podcasts. Like, dude, if you got seven podcasts and one of them ain't made it, you suck, bro. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? Um, and we also have like another rant too about like Podbean, like 
you know, it, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, pimping out like Joe Rogan and Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro and and other podcasters who um, don't have any any kind of affiliation with Podbean when they are signed on with another podcatcher or they're completely independent. Why not be pimping out Podbean original shows instead? Yeah, exactly. They should be they should be promoting you know their own you know people that go live on their own on their own uh, platform. In my opinion. But you know, but you know, like my problem with the whole deal was, is like this is the, and like it's not even me. Listen, I, I'm open with my stuff. Podbean has a thing like they got a discount code. They sponsor Cummings' his culture. They don't sponsor slightly serious. I have no idea why he's been doing it longer than I have. They but don't, they don't like gay people. I think they may not. You never know. <laughs> um, but you know. One of the things that pisses me off is when I go on the, like you go on the app, right? The only two original shows you see on their front page is mine and some dude that just do, does pre-record. Like he doesn't go live at all. And like, that's it. That's the only ones they ever put up there. Like on the news section, I'm a constant on that. And your show's listed under news. And I get it. Listen, it's great for me to be on there. But I mean, like, they they put me down towards the bottom, you know, the news section's down towards the bottom, but at least I'm on their front page. But there's other people that have been here for longer than I have, and you've got good homegrown shows. Like, I, like, I, like, this well, is, to me, I look at it like pro wrestling, right? Let's put it in pro wrestling terms so everybody understands. All right. You got Hulk Hogan, you got Sting, you got The Undertaker, you got The Rock, you got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, those dudes are big stars, but they're also 60 years old. Yeah. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like, where, where's your new wave? Where, where, are your, where are your new guys at, you know? Yeah, exactly. No, I hear you. And, and you have, you have uh, great podcasters like Ralph Libs. He's been doing his show on Podbean for over six years. Yeah. And, um, you know, Chuck, aka Sinister Breed, he's been here since like 2009 or 2010. He, from what he had told us, and then, and you have other names that have like been here forever too. And and then Ralph Williams, he's actually uh, in in the uh, in the show today. Uh, he put in chat, and then you have Brooklyn Brawler. I don't know who Brooklyn Brawler. I'm not a big wrestling kind of guy. Oh, Brooklyn Brawler was a jobber. He got in there and he lost all the time. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm serious, though. It's like you've got good homegrown shows. Like you've got your show. And I, listen, I'm not kissing anybody's ass. Let me tell you something. If I don't like your stuff, I'll tell you. Like, don't ask me because the shows I've got listed on my website, I had somebody get mad one time because they were like, oh, you didn't have, you didn't put me on your website. It's like, because I don't listen to you. And I can speak the truth to that because Jeremy Cummings is the only person so far who has said he didn't like the beef jerky. <laughs> Like what? I'll, I'll tell you straight up. Well, hey, send him some of those frogs. And he'll make you some jerky. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I always, I'm one of those people. Like I, I like, like James is like, and, and, and like he's, he's going to go into a business with that. Yeah. Like I'm going to be honest with him because it's better for me to be honest with him than it is for like I, I guess I, I don't. But know. what did like, you like? The, the flavor, or the that, texture. The, the texture. Now, just, see, I, I like the texture because it was different. Because while I do like jerky, I don't like picking it out of my teeth for the next 30 minutes. Yeah. But but the thing is, is like, you know, I respect the hell out of that. I mean, yeah. I can 
shit that he doesn't like it. I love it still, no matter what he says. But at least he's got the balls to be honest about. Well, it. I, yeah. And Cummings, try try it on your salad like bacon bits. That's what I'm going to do when I have salad. <laughs> well, I don't have any more of it because my mom ate it all. She loved it. I told him that. <laughs> I think I'm going to. To do, do uh, maybe we'll do a, a separate product uh, of uh, bacon bits or whatever. My my mom was in love with it. My my mother in law she liked it, but it was just for me. It was just like I, I'm not a. I'm one of those people. Like if I eat beef jerky, it's going to be the teriyaki Jack Links. That's just you know no plug for Jack Link, but that's just what I'm going to eat. I don't eat it that often. It's yeah. just it's just one of those things for me that I just don't like. You know, like I, I'm a steak guy. Like if I'm going to eat. He wants something meat and hearty. That's right. I want a steak. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just the way I am. I don't know, but no, like what we were talking about, like being honest, like I think it's okay to be honest. Like, you know, like I've got you on my, on my stuff because I listen to you. You got me on your stuff because you listen to me. And then like, you know, but it, it's like you, it's John DeVito. It's, uh, um, it's Trice. Those guys are good. Uh, Ralph is good. Um, mm-hmm. The old man is good. And it's like, you've got these shows. I'm leaving somebody out. I'm sorry. But they, these, like, you've got these shows, but those are the ones I think about when, right off the top of my head. But, oh, don't forget, don't forget about Bards FM. No, you don't have Bards <laughs> FM because he, he just steals John DeVito shit now. But, uh, <laughs> well, everybody knows Bards FM is a fraud anyways. You know, the same Bards FM who Scammed a terminally ill cancer patient or family out of $12,000. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Lady Me is saying she can't see anyone. Does everybody else see everybody else? <laughs> I see everybody I else. I do, but I, I lost sound yeah. once more and had to go out and come back in. What you have to do, Me, is that all that uh, smoke from your fatty, just wave your hand at it. And you'll see more clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but what i was saying though is like those shows are like really good like those shows are the ones that try you know what i mean yeah like you can go that are real down to earth yeah you can just tell like it's something special like the old man in the morning that's something special he's got something special about the way he does his show james has got something special about the way he does his show where he's got this panel i can't do a panel I, I I just can't like I I don't know how he does it, and then it's like with me it's like I'm gonna do my interviews and p- apparently people like them so cool, but um, it's like you know everybody's got their own little niche but everybody's good at it like what I'm talking like those shows I just named mm-hmm. it's it's like those are really good shows and if this was in the 70s or in the 80s and not now. Because a lot of companies are getting too caught up in this Gen Z bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think that we would be thrust to the moon because it would be different from anything else that's out there. People used to praise stuff that was different from anything else out there. Like you listen to you, you're not going to find anybody that's like slightly serious. And if you listen to me, I don't think you're going to find anybody that's like me. I mean, my God, who's going to say put the pedophiles in front of a fa- firing squad on their show and publish it? I mean, honestly. Yeah. No. You're you're one of a kind, just like I am, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why people appreciate it. I mean, I like to say shit that people is on people's minds, and they just don't have the cojones to say it. But 
you know, and uh, I think the same for you. We just sometimes we see it a little differently, but not too. Yeah. Anywho. Well, I, uh, I look forward to uh, checking your show out tomorrow because uh, I, I definitely think uh, we should dedicate some time to uh, people that have an interest in doing a, their own podcast. Uh, we actually had talked about that about a month or so ago, didn't we? As far as rec- giving recommendations on equipment and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that would be helpful. I think that would be awesome. One so, of the things that drove me crazy, they were talking about, everybody go buy a USB mic. No, you, you're saying that shit because you've got a sponsorship with Yeti. Don't go buy a USB mic. Go buy an XLR mic and buy you a freaking board. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best quality. Direct connection. Don't be using shit that uh, you know uses Wi-Fi and this and that. It's it might work, but the quality and reliability is much better when you're wired in. Mm-hmm. So get a LAN connection. You're saying, but I mean, you don't have to have a bunch of sophisticated equipment, right? No. I could just do it from my crappy iPad, right? Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, there's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different ways to hook up. Uh, you know, it depends on, you know, we've talked about this many times in the past. Uh, you don't have to go balls to the wall like I did and purchase, you know, uh, you know, the Roadcaster Pro, uh, a couple oh, different you, models of camera. You built a studio. Look behind you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't have to be that sophisticated to uh, have a, a great sounding show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the most important stuff, in my opinion, is all about the content and what your message is. Uh, that's to me, that's the most important. Sometimes I get lost in that myself, not too often, but once in a while. I do. Figured if, figured if I do, I'd get at least a decent mic. Yeah, the, the mic is important, and you can get a really quality mic for around a hundred bucks. And that's, you know, I mean, if, with minimum wage going up, I mean, that's like peanuts. Dude, I started with a Fifine USB mic, and people thought it was a like, People thought that I had like sound equipment and stuff, and I didn't. And I mean, like, you've just got to really research. You do. Yeah, but- and I think uh, you spend your time researching on the equipment that you need and want. Uh, you'll make your some great decisions if you ever have any questions, you know, or would like suggestions. You know, my email, you know, my Twitter, and all that good stuff. I'm always open to helping people out and uh, making recommendations. So. Looks like we have a uh, caller, Grad One. Grad, yes, sir. Gentlemen, hello. Sometimes it takes Podbean a minute. We can to hear you, Grad One. The uh, caller, are you? Hey, what, God, what is going on, Grad One? God bless you guys. I'm calling in from To Toronto, Canada. Oh, Toronto, Toronto, huh? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Welcome to the show. How was uh, your afternoon or evening going? Well, the thing is, we're going to open up finally from this lockdown bullshit. But uh, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm enjoying your show. So you guys are more like music based. What's the show about? Well, we're we're pretty much more politically based. Uh, we like to talk about uh, current events, what's going on in the the country. Uh, we like to make a lot of fun of Joe Biden. Oh, okay. The thing is, as a Canadian, <laughs> do you like him as a Canadian? No. Uh, well, the thing is, uh, you, the, the, the fruitcake that we have as our leader, right? <laughs> yeah. Makes Joe Biden look, look, uh, look like a superstar, oh, personally speaking. Oh, don't say that. Yeah. He, he, our president doesn't even uh, remember that he's the president of the country. He, he, he made those, st- those statements to uh, men and women of our military yesterday. Hey, that's fucking you what? Listen, I'm fucking pro-cop, pro-military, right? I'm a Canadian. God bless the fucking cops. God bless fucking uh, 
the troops, right? Exactly. I'm 100% with you on that. Is grad yeah, one yeah, calling yeah. from Biden's basement? I'm hearing an echo. <laughs> no, man. No, no, no. I'm calling from Trump's fuck. I'm, I'm next to Mr. Donald Your Trump. Street, <laughs> the streets are that empty. I'm hearing an echo, man. Yeah, you do look, sound like you're in the hallway or something. But I, I understand what you're saying. It's not as bad as sometimes uh, we get uh, some callers that sound like the R2-D2. Uh, the thing is, you know what? Uh, God bless the pa- Patriots. Uh, America, uh, I think it's I'm Canadian. God bless you guys. And uh, you guys got fucked. Trump got fucked. I believe, anyways. Well, I appreciate uh, you uh, confirming what we believe as well. Um, and, you know, we, we, we really hope that you get a better leader up there in Canada as well. And I'm excited to hear that your lockdowns are expiring. Uh, here in California, we have five more days until the piece of crap governor uh, basically gets rid of all of the color coded stuff, but there's still some back and forth with this uh, entity called Cal OSHA. They might uh, continue to want to enforce masks at, for all employers. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. So where most of California you, have, you folks from? I am, city I am LA? From, I'm from San Diego. So nice. The, my next door neighbors uh, are probably uh, you know housing illegal immigrants, uh, <laughs> but you know that's all good. Chase those Canadians out of that fucking place, please. <laughs> and the thing is, with, with fucking uh, San Diego as a three threes company, you guys ever watched that? Oh, with John Ritter, yeah, that was Suzanne Somers. Oh yeah, that was yes, cool. sir. Yes, sir. That was uh, the, the, that was based in San Diego, I think, right? I want to say Los Angeles, but no. The show was uh, the attention. Of the show was based in San Diego. Anyways, I apologize, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, listen. You guys got fucked conservative wise in the states. How can fucking four states flip over at three three or three thirty a.m. in the morning? It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. What, what what would happen if that happened up in Canada, in your opinion? Nothing, because we're fucking subservient. I'm not. But the thing is, uh, we're we're subservient idiots. Again, if you get a chance, look at our fucking leader. He's extreme leftist. I think he's, he might be a fucking transgender. Who knows what the fuck he's up to? But uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you calling in, Grand One, and uh, we go uh, we go live weeknights at six thirty p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern Time. So you're always more welcome to join us. And feel free to call in whenever you want to uh, get, continue rub- about us. how we get fucked in the ass. Yeah, don't rub our <laughs> face in it, man. It hurts bad enough. Okay, Perry. Uh, yes. No, thing is, I'm a Canadian, man. We got fucking, the thing is, I, I, I'm a faggot, unfortunately. I don't want to be. I'm getting fucking rubbed up my ass by fucking my uh, leader. So you guys are still good. <laughs> You guys got guns and shit. We don't have that shit here fucking well, in Canada. So. Well, come on down. We we, we got yeah. guns for sale, you know. Um, but but know. wait, grad one, I want to tell you, you know, slightly saying come on down. Go around, get into Mexico, and come on up because you'll be treated a hell of a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so the thing is, you know what? You know, honestly, I'm an engineer. I, I got a master's degree in engineering. You have traveled the great United States of America. I've hit 35 states in my favorite state, but my favorite city is Nashville, Tennessee, right? Yeah. And, Tennessee and is my neighbor to the north. Three hours Maybe. away here, or two and a half from Nashville. Yeah. And the thing is, I fucking love, the thing is, I love Southern hospitality. 
And uh, yeah, just thing is, you know what? Um, long story short, I think Trump got, Trump got fucked. It is what it is, right? It is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but thing is, at the same time, though, fucking just uh, this. What is your what message? Makes, what, would be, what would be your message to people here in the United States, Grad One? Okay, uh, don't become like Canada, folks. My American brothers and sisters, don't become like Canada. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, left-leaning socialist. Don't do it. Do you right? like your health like care system up there? I think, okay. Can I counter? Yes, please do. Okay, so the health care system is only in place in Canada when you're sick, right? Correct. So if you uh, keep in shape, work out this and that, it's the worst case scenario, right? But that, that's that well is going to run dry as well. Like your social security system, right? More or less, right? The well is going to run dry. Yep. Right. So it, socialism doesn't work. Communism doesn't work. You guys know that, right? Yes. We're, we are uh, against those. Right. So thing is fucking work hard, this and that, fucking this and that. And I don't know. What I'm saying is don't become like us. Please don't. There, there are a few patriots here. In regards to fucking working hard, taking care of your kids, the whole works. Don't become like fucking Canada, please. All right, brother. I appreciate that. We got to get to a break. Grad one, thanks for calling in. Make sure you call us again. Give us an update how things are going. You have a blessed rest of your evening, my friend. God bless you guys. All See right. Ya. Well, that was our good friend up in Toronto, Canada. Uh, you know, just kind of uh, basically telling you the same thing that we tell you guys. Uh, but anyways, I digress. We got to take a quick time out. We'll be right back. We'll get into some new stuff and all that kind of good thing right after this. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Back to the show. We, uh, Eric, let's start off uh, with uh, your Clarence Thomas story. I know uh, he uh, basically... Oh, yes. We're making a decision in uh, in a gun case. I think right? it's a yeah, it's, it's a big Second Amendment case. I mean, and the Washington Examiner picked up this story, and I thought you know it would be very interesting. So I'm pulling the story up right now. Um, and I know another story I, I, I presented to you was was a, a video of a parent that um, that you know, and and a school board that got their asses handed to them by a parent. But you're going to be playing it a little bit lighter, but but to the Clarence Thomas story. All right. Um, you know, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. You might be a little bit in the matrix. Say something you know, uh, again there, Mr. Eric. All right. Um, yeah. And then my notifications just like going off like crazy, too. You are still in the matrix, my friend. Hang on a moment. There you go. Yeah. I'm pulled. All right. The story stories coming up now, like Clarence Thomas swings the divided Supreme Court in gun possession case, and the story basically reads: Justice Clarence Thomas was the crucial vote on Thursday in a Supreme Court case involving a felon's challenge to the government's interpretation of frequently litigated Armed Career Criminal Act. In the case, a plurality justices sided with. Board and an empty man who had argued that crimes he committed 
in a reckless mental state did not trigger a 15-year mandatory minimum sentence required in the act. Eric, you were, the decision up. meant that Borden, oh, a fellow who was found... You, uh, you're breaking up really bad. you mind if I take, over, take it over? Um, am I back? Yeah, try to call can, back. Can you hear me? You're breaking up really badly, and it's not not good. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm walking to another part of the house. All right. This is what happens when you have to work from home, folks. All right, can you hear me clearly? Yes, go ahead. All right, I'm going to restart that paragraph. In the case, a plurality of justices sided with Charles Borden, a Tennessee man who had argued that crimes he committed in a reckless mental state did not trigger a 15-year mandatory minimum sentence as required in the act. The decision meant that Borden, a felon who was found in illegal possession of a gun, was improperly convicted of a violent felony by lower courts. Justice Elena Kagan wrote the plurality opinion joined by Justices Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, Neil and Neil Gorsuch. Justice Brett Kavanaugh dissented, joined by Chief Justice John Robertson, Justices Coney Barrett and Samuel Alito. All right. Only Thomas stood in the middle, not satisfied with either block. In the end, Thomas said he agreed with the outcome Kagan's opinion produced, but that he took issue with how she got there. This case focuses, forces us to choose between aggravating a past error and committing a new one, he wrote. I must choose the former. In the act, a felony qualifies as violent if it involves the use, attempted use, or threatened use of physical force against the person of another. Kagan wrote that reckless conduct does not apply because of the way that the against phrase modifies the use clause. Thomas, on the other hand, focused solely on the use clause. Kavanaugh noted the discrepancy in his dissent, noting that Thomas did not join the plurality in part because of his disagreement over Kagan's interpretation of the phrase against the, the person of another. The case marked the first of several coming decisions that could produce serious disagreements among the justices. In the next month, the court is expected and I think we lost. Am I, am I back? I think, uh, Eric, I, you, you went back out on that last one. Uh, but uh, the last paragraph uh, producer Eric was reading was the case of Mark, the first of several coming decisions that could produce serious disagreements among the justices. In the next month, the court is expected to weigh in on issues such as religious freedom in the way in the face of gay and transgender equality laws, as well as the future of Obamacare, which, you know, as we all know, mm -hmm. we have our opinions on that. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'm I'm really hoping uh, that they uphold the Second Amendment. Um, but we'll see. And it'll be interesting well, uh, as the month um, well, and this this could e even be a precursor to like how like those pending cases could could be ruled too, depending on, you know. But we but the, it would almost sound like you've got a little bit of infighting going on between some of the justices, like Kagan and Kavanaugh. Yeah, 
And, you know, the Supreme Court justice in, in recent months has made some very interesting types of decisions. So just because, you know, Donald Trump may have, you know, put some of those justices in there doesn't mean that anything and everything is going to be a slam dunk going that way. So I think it's uh, something of importance to keep an eye on. And, well, and I guess if the if last year's election was any indication, because, I mean, it's unfortunate that that, you know, Thomas and Alito were willing to take a look at the cases, but but Chief Justice Roberts was like, not so fast. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I um, uh, go ahead. Um, I don't know if Pert we want to weigh in on this or not, or if, or or if he um likes the discussion we've just had on it. Pert, what do you think? Uh, you think the uh, justices will uh, uphold our Second Amendment rights? Uh, how do you see it going? Honestly, if I answer that question slightly, it's only because you asked me the question because I couldn't understand anything Eric was reading. Yeah, it was uh, matrixing throughout here and there, and uh, we'll definitely have to work on I can say I hope they do. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, the next story I want to get to is kind of a lead into another story. And this one is going to be coming from Fox News. And... The headline reads, eighth grade girl blasts school board for a policy that would allow boys in the girls' locker rooms. A 14-year-old Virginia uh, in Virginia is speaking about what she says is a sexist move by Loudoun County Public Schools to allow boys in the girls' locker rooms. The policy followed a previous one, 1040, that committed the county to providing an equitable, safe, and inclusive working environment regardless of sexual orientation, gender identity, and other individual characteristics. The more recent proposed policy, 8350, states in a draft that, quote, students should be allowed to use the facility that corresponds to their gender identity. At Tuesday's school board meeting, uh, Jolene Grover, who was wearing a shirt that read, quote, woman is female, argued, quote, two years ago, I was told policy 1040 was just an umbrella philosophy and you weren't going to allow boys into girls' locker rooms. But here you are just doing that. Grover is an eighth grader whose mom pulled her out of an LCPS school last year after seeing various controversial policies emerging, and she's currently being homeschooled. Quote, everyone knows what a boy is, even you, she added. Looking up at the board members, your proposed policies are dangerous and rooted in sexism. When woke kids asked me if I was a lesbian or a trans boy because I cut my hair short, it should tell you these modern identities are superficial. In an interview with Fox News on Thursday, Grover said she worried that LCPS's new rule would lead to girls being harassed and assaulted. During her speech, she claimed that her guidance counselor responded to her concerns about privacy and safety by noting that the bathrooms had stalls. Fox News hasn't confirmed this, and LCPS has declined to comment on Grover's speech. Uh, the last quote I'll make is that she says, Now boys are reading erotica in the classroom next to girls, she added during Tuesday's speech. And you want to give them access to girls' locker rooms, and you want to force girls to call those boys she. So uh, we do have a kind of to follow up with this. And this took place in a New York school board meeting. And it's about 10 minutes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Now, if you take anything out of this gal who went to the school board and voiced her opinion, she has a child that goes to the school, and I think you'll find it very, 
very inspiring what she had to say. And we're going to get to that right now. So here you go. Good evening. My name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and I'm here for the first time. I'm here tonight not only as a community member, but as a parent in this district. Recently, you sent out a survey wanting to know why parents were not voting yes for this budget. So my, my situation, my vote for no is a little different. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community, that they're homophobic. You have no idea each child's life. You don't know what their family lifestyle consists of. You don't know the makeup of their, of, of their life. You have children like mine who is Muslim and I'm Christian and everyone would think they would never believe that of her, right? Because the way she looks, or according to Miss Cyrus, she's too pasty white. We're, we're not allowed to use names. If you have something you'd like to discuss about a specific person, you can call the superintendent or leave your info for her to call you tomorrow. Why are we not allowed to discuss names? Why am I not allowed when they purposely themselves expose themselves on social media, talking about calling for the death of a former president? Or saying that any child that doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter should be canceled out. Is this what my tax dollars is paying for? You're teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I, I have no issue hearing what you have to say. But why, are, why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? That Do you true. want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you, the proof? That a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault. No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. And I'm not, this is not the last of me you will see. I'm retired. I have nothing else better to do. We can do it peacefully 
or we can take it to the highest courts because you know and I know I'm not the only parent fighting this all across America right now. Schools are trying to poison our children's minds, teaching them about things that they have no right to be taught in school. So, so normally, oh, I'm just going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to just give you just a feedback for a moment. I have no problem having a peaceful discussion. This is not a peaceful discussion. No. And I want to interrupt this for just one second. You notice how one of the school board members says this is not this is not peaceful discussion. Yeah, well, what, what is peaceful discussion? It? I guess, you know, peaceful discussions are kind of like the BLM guys that go out in the streets and mm -hmm. start burning down businesses and looting businesses. That's that's peaceful, right? That's what the school board member probably thinks. Oh, that's your opinion. See, here we go again. This oh. is peaceful. To me, this is peaceful. Well, I'm not burning, okay. looting, and murdering. <laughs> I did not accuse you of that, but I would, don't have a problem having a conversation with you, a peaceful conversation, which is this is not. Six ninety five per child in the middle school to buy a curriculum from readtome.org that wasn't even approved. By the, by the Board of Ed. The administrators took it upon themselves to buy these books with taxpayer dollars while COVID is going on. How many families are struggling to pay their mortgages? Listen, by all means, you want to teach kids these things, fine. Don't do it on my dollar. Don't infringe on my religious beliefs. Don't infringe. Do you know who makes up the majority of this district? Children from police officers' families. Blues. Back the blue children. Do you know what these children feel like when they come home? Have you spoken to them? No, you're silencing them. This whole cancel culture. You're silencing the children. Where are their rights? They have no rights. Because if they don't believe in the indoctrination, the demonic, twisted, sneaky, vile acts and, 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 and education, if you call it that, that you're teaching our children, they don't agree with that. They're either homophobic, they're part of a cult, they, 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 they're racist. Wait, what's, what's racist? Who defines racist? Why? Because I'm, do you know what race I am? Do you? You don't. You don't even have a, a, an idea. I could be black. I could be white. I could be Asian. You don't know. Who are you to determine that? Who is anyone to determine that? You know what? Children in the school system, children like other children, they don't look at color. Black and black and white children, Hispanic children, you know why they get along? Because they don't look at each other's color. So you're the racist, not them, not us. You're judging and dividing. You're causing segregation. Everything that we fought for, everything that I fought for for years. So you have the right to stand here and tell me I'm not allowed to mention a name when the person, the Mr. Barry and Miss Cyrus themselves, you have ELA teachers giving out uh, assignments on police murder? Police are bad? You want the proof? Because we have it. So, What policy do you have that teachers are not allowed to go on social media and indoctrinate? They took a, an oath, a responsibility. And they're, they're, they're going against everything that they stand for. And Well, and, I understand. End it? <laughs> it I end it? I have to end it? So why? I, I, Why? You're on my dollar. Why? Well, actually, Why? I, I, I work for nothing doing this. Oh, you work for nothing. Oh, I do. This is a volunteer position, number okay. one. It's number still two. my taxes paying for everything. I, I, I this podium is every taxpayer's dollar here. Uh, we have rights.
We have rights. And, and you're making general assumptions? No, I'm not making assumptions. No, I'm not. Just, I know what I'm speaking about. See, you know I don't I'm agree not, with you. Engage. So it's an assumption. Well, I'm not going to engage in a back and forth with you about this. So if you would like to make an appointment, I would be happy to sit with the superintendent. I don't, I don't want to. The superintendent, uh, the assistant superintendent already sent an email and stated that they had no idea that these books were being put on in, in the student's hands. The superintendent already stated that they had no idea that the funds of taxpayers were supporting this. Black Panthers, do you know Black Panthers is a domestic terrorist group? Do you know that it was, it was, it was condemned as a, as a terrorist group? Do you know they kill cops? I have a problem when you're trying to kill a police officer. I have a big problem with that. I have a problem when teachers are passing out flyers, recruiting children to go to, to the courthouse to protest Black Lives Matters when you have people sitting with, with, with signs that says all cops are bastards. Really? All cops are bastards? No, I think you people are because the way you're acting yeah. and the way you're treating our children and our police officers yeah. and making them believe that it's okay to abuse them, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and yeah. let you do that. You, you. No, I'm, I will become your worst nightmare because I'm going to stand here and keep fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. And if not, um, I can actually go out, get signatures. What happens if we stop paying school taxes? You're going to arrest all the community, the majority of the community? No, I don't think so. This won't be the last of me. I want everyone to know what's going on because you're hiding it. You're hiding it. You know who does that? Communists do that. That's what you're doing. Recruiting children. Children. You're recruiting children to hate our police officers. How dare you? You have a librarian in the high school passing out Black Lives Matter pins. When a student asks for a blue life, why would I have that? Why would she have that? What did you do for police Police week? Why don't you tell me, sir? What is it you want to tell me? You've had your two minutes. I don't need two minutes. I can, ha I can go as long as I like. No, that's not the point. No? Oh. Who, where does it say that I can't? Is there a law against that? We do have policy. a policy. A board policy. Who, who makes these board policies? The board. The board. And who pays the board? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody? The chair you're sitting on, we pay for it. The lights that are on, we pay for it. We pay for everything. You want to silence me because I spoke the truth. I spoke the truth. Everyone out there heard me. Whether they agree or they don't, they're going to start looking into it. And now you're, go now you're exposed. That's all. It's going to end. This indoctrination and hatred towards our police officers, this systematic racism and cancel culture is going to end. You came to the wrong school district to do this, okay? You need to respect every child. So therefore, no politics should be discussed in school, rather, whether it be conservatism, democratic, liberalism. You gave a, 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 a survey after the elections. Why? Why did you ask students who they voted for? What did it matter? No answer, huh? You have no answers for me. I didn't expect an answer. That's okay, though. We'll get them some way or another. Same way you can't show us where all our money goes, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Thank you. All right. Uh, so uh, I hope you enjoyed. You go, girl. I hope you everyone enjoyed those fireworks because that was that was epic. That was the clip of the year so far, if you ask me.
Um, Thank you, Rob, for discovering that. Yes, uh, I heard that uh, earlier this morning when I was up at the crack of dawn on the Ralph Williams show and definitely was something that we wanted our listeners to uh, listen to because this is the type of actions that I've been telling you. You need to go out, get involved in your communities, be aware what the hell's going on. Be more like this gal that you just heard and saw. Question everything. My only question is, why did they give their students te- uh, a questionnaire on who they voted for? And how the hell did they vote? No wonder why Joe Biden won. Hurt? What do you what'd you think of? Uh, I mean, I know you wanted the link, so I know you enjoyed it. But we need people around this country to start behaving like her. Oh, I enjoyed it immensely. I was trying to type in, in the uh, chat down there. We need that video running on all those advertisement trucks like you see running down New York and everything where they have the billboard on the side of the truck and they're driving around for adverts and just run that thing on a PA system. Just keep running it. Get that, that message out. If that doesn't inspire you, you're dead to me. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Or, or a Democrat. Or a Democrat, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she, she <laughs> nailed every bit of it. And, you know, there wasn't a single person that was sitting down in that, uh, I don't really want, don't want to call them audience, but the people that were, you know, listening to her there on the floor, there wasn't anybody objecting, shaking their head. No, there was no body motion or body language, you know, stating that I don't think this girl's right. I mean, they were just mesmerized by what she was saying. And I think it was because they were in agreement with her, but they didn't have the the guts or the ability to put it in words like she did. And did you love how, like, if you listen very carefully, you could hear, even as she's talking, they're like, we got to get her out, you know, stop. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got to end. Got to do something. (laughs) And I like how she told the guy, you have something to say or or say to me or whatever, talk to me. Just call him out. Don't be talking about my, you know, about me to your next door neighbor there. Tell me what you got to say. I love that. She wasn't taking it. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I, I give her the utmost respect. Now, if if I, if you wanted to ask me if I would like her to be my wife, I probably would. Uh, after seeing that, I'd probably pass. But she's a hell of an American, I'll tell you. Well, that. like uh, Mike <laughs> says up there, all parents should see it. You know, it would be great if there was a way to get this to all parents in their email so they could view this. I mean, it just because there's people that are probably on the fence about this. Or people that believe the way she does, but don't know again how to put it in words like she did, and then they can go and direct this towards their local school boards, and they can, you know, just continue the movement. Well, I'll tell you what: I've spoken in front of city councils, I've spoken in front of mayors and all sorts of politicians, and I wish I could speak like her. Uh, she did a phenomenal job. If there was anything that anyone, anybody would you know, be objected to. I have no idea. I would love to hear if there's anybody out there that, you know, might think otherwise, you know, because we're open to the fact that you might not be in agreement with this, what this lady had to say in her speech to this school board. But if there was something objectionable, in your opinion, what was it? If, uh, if you, uh, if you put a one in the chat, if you uh, are a hundred percent behind this gal, I believe her name, her name, let me see her name again. Tatiana. Tatiana, Tatiana Ibrahim. Uh, one in the chat, if you back up 100% and are very proud of her. Number two, if there's something that you saw objectionable or heard objectionable, it'd be interesting to see if there's anybody that has any objections to what she might have said. Um, the only thing know, I heard objected, object, yeah, 
object, say that word for me slightly. Uh, uh, objectionable. There you go. Was coming from the other side of the. Well, I could I could foresee because in many in many times where I've spoken, right? Generally speaking, before you, you when you go to like a school board meeting or a city council or you go to a county board of supervisors or you know when you're speaking in a forum such as this. They tell you, hey, you have an, this amount of time to speak. Then you got to go. Now, what a lot of these idiots do is if there's a topic that's coming up, generally speaking, you'll get about three minutes, generally speaking. Now, if it's a controversial issue and an issue that they don't want to hear, some of, the, some of the shenanigans that they'll pull is even if it's like number one item on the docket, what they like to do is saying, well, we have so many responses. We're going to, we're going to, prolong it well we'll get to that item after lunch oh you mean they'll circle back you know what they're trying to do they're trying to make people wait around and half the people just leave because they're not going to wait three hours but not only that but they'll even say you know we have so many people instead of three minutes to speak you're going to get one minute because they don't want to hear it they already know they already have their minds made up a lot of people and you might find this amazing folks but this is the god's honest truth no matter what the topic is, whether it be a school board, whether it be a city council, a county supervisor board meeting, or anything, when these people get together at these board meetings to vote on topics, unfortunately, and no matter what is said by constituents, they've already, 99.9% of the time, have their mind made up already. And that's why I say, don't wait until there's a public hearing. Reach out, email them, schedule meetings. Even if you can't get meetings with them themselves, tell them you want to talk to a staffer. They have to allow you to speak with them, no matter what the topic is. Get involved. Be involved. I know things are tough. I know there's a lot of people that have to work uh, you know, an eight-hour job. Some people have two jobs as well. But make the time. What this lady did, I mean, and she didn't even have her speech written out. That was what was even more impressive. I mean, this was totally off the cuff from the heart. I wish I had like Bezos money. When it is so, what's the word I'm looking for? In your face? Not so in your face, but when you're so passionate about what you're talking about, just like she was, you don't need to write it down. You really don't. I wish I had money like Bezos and those guys because I would buy that as an advert at the beginning of all these videos when you got to sit and watch a advertisement yeah and that's that was an amazing 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 job so another round of applause for her i know that was a lot to digest so we're going to take a a brief time out we'll come back we'll finish up the the news uh the news cycle and uh we'll see what else we got in line for you you're listening to the slightly serious show on a thursday Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. Thanks, uh, producer Eric and uh, Mr. Mike. I appreciate the, uh, let's see. Oh, Mr. Mike put a one in the super chat. Uh, Producer yes. Eric says, uh, fill the live cast. Please share to social media and friends. 
Please give the show a follow as well. Generosity is always welcomed, although not required. Over on DLive, Twitch, live weeknights, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific. The other story I wanted to get to is, uh, has to do with another and topic. thanks to Jess and Pertley for the ice cream donations on DLive, by the way. Oh, thank you, Pert. I, I uh, wasn't paying attention. Well, I have the, the chat up on Restream. I don't have the website up, so I don't see donations. But Oh, well, you're welcome. I have a correction. I have a correction on the announcement you just made. Oh, yeah. Oh, what did I do? What did I say? No, no, no. Just, just gifts and tribute are expected if you're a troll. Oh, yes. <laughs> Donations and uh, you know all gifts are expected if you're going to troll me. There's a price to pay if you're going to be a douche. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, like we've been telling you about prices, about inflation, this is coming from the Epic Times. Article reads, and I quote, prices rise at fastest pace in years, fueling more inflation fears. Washington, uh, this is out of Washington. U.S. inflation may in May rose 5% a year from a year ago, recording to the biggest annual spike since recording the biggest annual spike from since 2008, as supply bottlenecks and surging household demand continue to push prices higher. While transitionary factors continue to lift prices, the economy sees more signs of continuing inflationary pressures, according to analysts, which may point to persistently high inflation. Now, when you have uh, a majority of your labor force still working, not working, excuse me, and at home collecting their unemployment because they're able to, they're able to get by, it might not be 100% of what they were making in a paycheck, but you have restaurants, you have many people not being able to supply enough of the labor force to get products either manufactured, delivered, or whatnot. So that, in, in addition to all the money that we're printing out of nowhere, out of the ass of Joe Biden, we also have a problem because we have lack of employees in our workforce. And so that's going to cause for prices to escalate as well. And many products are not going to be manufactured. I think we even talked about this yesterday, didn't we, Bert? Yes, we did. I think the, we uh, the Labor Department announced that the consumer price index increased 0.6% in May on a monthly basis, just above the consistent forecast of five, uh, half a percent. The rise in used car prices accounted for about a third of the increase in overall inflation. Prices for used cars and trucks jumped 7.3% in May, following a 10% increase in April as global semiconductor shortages continued to affect new car production. This put, quote, used car prices up at a more than a 170% annualized pace over the past two months, according to Morgan Stanley. Airfares were also up 7%, and rental car prices jumped another 12% last month. Food prices rose 0.4%, and energy prices remained flat in May. Analysts, however, expect a further increase in food prices in the coming months. Core inflation, which excludes the volatile food and energy components, is up. 3.8% over the past year, the largest gain in, in over 28 years. The sharp jump in year-over-year -year inflation numbers partially due to base effect as the pandemic lockdowns and the plunging economy caused weak consumer inflation a year ago. The base effect is expected to level off in June. Um, the other quote I saw that I wanted to get to, the, outside, the outsized gains in a few select sectors support the Fed's view that the current degree of price pressures is temporary. However, we see signs of inflationary pressures broadening out, which we believe will keep monthly price gains from merely falling back to their pre-pandemic trend 
after the current flurry of activity. That's what Sarah House, senior uh, economist at the Wells Fargo Securities, had to say. Um, I, unfortunately, folks, I really think this is just the beginning. I yep. don't like saying it, but with the, the amount of money that's been printed, the late the, the people not wanting to get back to work, production is down. Um, last the last time I went to school, when there's high demand and not enough products to serve that demand, you're going to start paying out the ass for it. That is just one thing. And the other thing is the amount of money that we printed. So I hate to say it, but you're going to be spending a lot more money at the pumps, at the grocery store, everywhere. And that burger that went up because of $15 minimum wage is now going up on top of that because of this. Yeah. I, that's the, I only mentioned the two things. Um, we haven't even accounted for increased minimum wage across the uh, yep. country that they want. So very scary times. And uh, uh, well, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but stay tuned. <laughs> um, hundreds of uh, another story, hundreds of whistleblowers say the military is forcing, quote, anti-American indoctrination on them. That's uh, what Senator Cotton, Tom Cotton of Arkansas had to say, told Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin on June 10th that hundreds of military whistleblowers have reported being forced to receive, quote, anti-American indoctrination training, including critical race theory. In a separate uh, in a Senate hearing with Austin, Cotton claimed that within the military, there's, quote, plummeting morale, growing mistrust between races and sexes where none existed just six months ago, and unexpected retirements and separations based on these trainings alone. One whistleblower, Cotton alleges, uh, said that the military history training was replaced with training about police brutality, quote, systematic racism, and white privilege. Another said that his unit had to read, quote, white fragility by feminist author and critical theory proponent Robin D'Angelo, according to the senator. In May, the Space Force confirmed it relieved Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Longmere a former instructor and fighter pilot as commander of the 11th Space Warning Squadron. While it didn't specifically name the reason why Lomier was terminated, the Space Force cited comments made by Lomier during a podcast in which he denounced CRT and warned about the spread of Marxism within the Space Force's ranks. And uh, we don't need to tell you what CRT is. We've talked about that quite a bit already. Uh, in the hearing, Austin told Cotton that some training was is designed to make sure that the armed forces are, quote, welcoming to almost, uh, excuse me, not to almost, welcoming to everyone who can qualify and who is fit to serve. And uh, Cotton suggested that, mili- that claims the military is attempting to foster diversity with such training are incorrect. He says, quote, it's about a very specific kind of anti-American indoctrination that is seen into some parts of our military based on whistleblower compliment, uh, complaints that we have received. The military for decades has been one of the institutions in society where you are most likely to get ahead a based on your own performance, your own merit, irrespective of your color of skin, where you came from, or who your parents were. And uh, Austin agreed with the Cotton's sentiment, saying, I uh, absolutely agree with that. I am a, an example of that. So, and, and we've touched uh, base on this in the past. Um, I guess I'll rephrase it. Do you think this is going to have an effect on potential people joining the military? 
I don't see uh, how it's good. Trying to get into our school systems. We have many states like Florida who's rejected that idea of critical race theory teaching. Uh, you're seeing it more and more uh, getting out of society's schools, thankfully. But here we have it, you know, uh, being alleged widespread in the military and its trainings. I mean, is there a need for any of that in the military? Uh, Eric, what do, what do you have to say about that? Or Pertwee, one of the two. Well, I do think it's going to affect people wanting to join. I mean, would, slightly, would you want to join a group that is supposed to fight for something that they're telling you is a piece of shit? Well, hey, I thought, oh, let me rephrase it. Would you want to join a group that has to go out and defend Joe Biden? Yeah, uh, no, I, I, okay. could, I, I just based on that fact alone, I wouldn't join the military. But me being a white, a white male in society, why would I join any group that's basically telling me I should be ashamed of myself because I'm white? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? So, yeah, no, I, I think uh, definitely it will be. It'll definitely, uh, you know, hurt in getting uh, people to sign up uh, and getting involved in the armed forces. But then again, maybe that's the goal. Maybe that's they don't want so many people in the military. That is scary, though. I mean, that's a thought. It's it might be way out there. No, it's it's a thought and it's a possibility with what we're looking at now. Um, I I, I don't know. Uh, there's actually, you know, the only way we'll ever know is uh, when the day comes when we're not around anymore. Uh, well, then we'll see the real truths. When you look at the two prominent parties that we have now, which would be Democrat and Republican, historically, you get stronger and increased military with the Republicans, and you get the teardown factor with the Democrats. So just look at that alone and ask yourself, which one is for more protection for me, for my country? And which one is just really not caring? No, I agree with that. I, well, if I go based on what I say, I've always said, I mean, at the end of the day, are either of them caring, number one? Now, I think on the right, there's a little bit more pride in our country. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I think the objectives are the same. By the way, Justice Truth Warrior, thank you very much for the wonderful gift of the crown. Some love for Mike. For the love, Mike. You got any uh, Coca-Cola to go with that crown? Oh, never mind. Wrong crown. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Oh, I said Coca-Cola. I didn't say Ovaltine. <sighs> Keep in mind, Pert. You see, you see my arm here. If you're watching on the video cast. I'm looking now. I'll look. Yeah. See, I have, I've suffered an injury over the past week. And it's probably due to the fact that I've had to reach for the whip so many damn times. I thought I was lifting that big mug of, oh, never mind. <laughs> well, and I think Mike needs a lashing too. What did Mike do? Mike. Look at the chat. You oh. said the ovary word. Ovary. <laughs> uh, for those of you joining and listening, why the hell there's whips going on on the show? If, you, if you're kind of new to the program, uh, there's certain words that are not acceptable on the show. One of them should be Joe Biden, but we do allow that because otherwise we'd have a lack of news. <laughs> but anyways, that's uh, that's what you get uh, whipped for. Um, what else do we have? Um, 
I think we're beating a dead horse. I'm not going to go into the entire article on this, but there was a report from the uh, Epic Times about nearly 800 reports of heart inflammation after COVID-19 vaccinations in the United States. So you have that, but like we said, do what you're, what's best for you. I'm not going to dig into uh, all of that. I know, uh, I don't know. I'm done talking about COVID, to be honest with you. And we've already talked about food prices and DeSantis, uh, your boy DeSantis bird. He's, uh, he's just tearing it up. I love there. that guy. Let me tell you. I'm telling you, uh, he's uh, tearing into Dr. Fauci after leaked emails reignite the Wuhan lab leak theories. Yeah, uh, my is, there's no, there's no theories. Uh, it's pretty much fact that it came out of the Wuhan lab. It, uh, if I had to bet my life on it, uh, it's 100% manufactured by humans. Anyways, the story reads, uh, the governor tore into Dr. Anthony Fauci during an interview with the Daily Caller News Foundation following the release of leaked emails reigniting the, the theories. DeSantis sat down with Mar- Mary Margaret Olahan, who is the DNC, DCNFs, whatever the hell that is. I don't know what that is. Poor, poor writing in the, some articles these days. Anyways, on Monday morning in Miami, Florida, to, and discussed how he handled lockdowns in his state, Fauci's emails, his bill combating China's influence on American academics, transgender in athletes in sports, and more. Uh, he goes on to say, to me, the most troubling thing was the way they were trying to scurry to tamp down any inquiry into the origins of COVID, the governor said of the Fauci emails. They did not want this lab leak hypothesis to be tested or investigated. And you have to understand why, especially now a year later when we know there really is no other really strong explanation for how this thing could have started. I think that's because there was U.S. money that has gone to fund this type of research. I think that some of these grants end up in these charities that end up in Wuhan. And I think all that needs to be investigated. And uh, I mean, I don't think there's anything that needs to be investigated. We already know uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of U.S. taxpayer money goes into funding research projects over in Wuhan. Um, so as, as I enjoy that he's tearing into Dr. Fauci, I mean, what else do you need to investigate? Uh, I don't know. But uh, good on him. Continuing to fight a good fight. That is Governor Mr. DeSantis. So round of applause for him. I did have one fun thing to uh, there is a song that I wanted to play. I found it on uh, YouTube last night, and uh, I'm going to go to that as soon as I find it. I know, uh, producer Eric, you got a uh, taste of it. I think I did put it up on my Twitter, Twitter page. And uh, did I you may have seen it, but I haven't yeah. really had a chance to study it. Okay. Well, you don't have to study it. We'll, we'll try to uh, find it here and play it here. Just lips. Uh, and this is, uh, you might uh, kind of get, <laughs> you might, uh, you, when the, the music starts, you might think you know what the song is, but listen very carefully. It's, uh, I'm only going to play like a minute of it, but enjoy. It's the tune of a Hootie and Blowfish song, but. My nuts are small as pearls. You're like the life for me because I'm hung just like a squirrel. Sometimes it bugs me. I'm not a bigger guy. When I was a baby, it was exactly the same size. But there's nothing I can do. 
Cause all I got three inch toes. <laughs> Come home with me, have a cocktail at my place. I gotta tell you before we get past second base. In my pants, ain't no big swing. But if you can find him, he's a friendly little thing. Well, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> I only got a three inch tool. The name of the song is Three Inch Tool. You have about that. Mm-hmm. I only got a one inch tool. <laughs> Oh, I think I know it was a very good rip of a uh, Hootie and a Blowfish song. I think it my sounds like Cummings was when he said, when I come out of the pool, I only have a one inch tool. <laughs> Anyways, I try to make. I, I try to come up with some laughing matters uh, on the show and stuff like that. Speaking of laughing so matters, I do my best. And uh, there's one other fun little thing that I wanted to go over, and I uh, just got to uh, bring it up over on this other computer. But did you guys enjoy that? Uh, I know there was people that were asking uh, for where that to find that. I will go ahead and put a link in the showgram here, and uh, there you go. Um, I don't know if it's really the guy, but it, uh, on the album art, it says Darius Rucker. That could be him. It might not. I don't know. It's not Darius uh, Rucker. Well, Darius well, Rucker is Ruck- including a Blowfish original guy. That's a yeah, singer of him. But slightly, oh, yeah. by the way, speaking of entertainment, you owe us two Mexican words of the day. Oh, that's right. I will. I know I have one, uh, and, and it might not be a Mexican word of the day, but it is a word of the day from our good friend BP. He wanted me to share that, and I'll come up with the other one. Uh, but there is another YouTube thing that I wanted to uh, bring up that was kind of funny. So on YouTube, there is there's this, I don't know, I guess you could say there's a channel, and it's called Cart Knox. C-A- C-A-R-T space N-A-R-C-S. And what these guys do, what these people do, is they're they're in the parking lots of different shopping centers, right? And they get on people who leave their carts, like in the parking lot, covering other people, you know, where people are supposed to park and being too big of a lazy ass to return to the where the shopping carts go. And uh, I'm going to play you a clip over there. Thanks for the uh, much more love there, me. And so uh, let me bring that up. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I, I do. I do work hard trying to find new, th- new, new things for you guys. So, um, yes, it's all about content. Uh, uh, Big Sexy brings you the food. I bring you politics and funny stuff most of the time. So here we go. Right, this is uh, a new one on us, Narcoteers. This lady's bought all those DiGiorno pizzas. You can kind of see the boxes there behind her legs. Uh, and she's taking pizzas out and putting them in her own, like, reusable bags. I don't know what she's going to do with those boxes. Hopefully, I mean, we always prepared for the worst, but hopefully they don't stay in the cart. We'll see. So just for those of you that have not gone over to DLive or Twitch and subscribed to our video network, you don't have the pleasure of seeing what's going on. So I'll kind of narrate a little bit for you. But I do expect you eventually to go over to DLive and subscribe because we're going to be doing some DLive-only shit soon. But anyways, 
in the video that you're seeing or not seeing since you're listening to me, you are uh, basically what's going on is there's this gal. She's got her grocery cart right next to her car and she's bought frozen pizzas and she's taken the frozen pizzas out of the boxes and leaving the box in the cart. All right. So that's where we're at. The cart arcs to be continued. Well, the pizza boxes are in the cart. Oh, no, they're not. She, I think she was going to be uh, leaving those in there until, so oh, wait a minute. Saw us and, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> so anyways, so the gal was going to leave the boxes in the cart she, until she looks up and sees the guy videotaping her. And then she just starts, you know, she just shoves the boxes back in her car and starts to take off and was going to leave the cart in the middle of the parking lot. That's not where the carts go. The cart corrals right there. Can't believe you just left the cart out. Oh, she's laughing. She's giggling. It's a good sign. Yes, She's thank so you sorry. so much. That's very nice of you. I don't know if, if they if Jewel employs you or what. I know we're the car, we're the cart narcs. We are an independent non-governmental organization. Thank you so much for taking your cart back. I really do appreciate that. So now she's get she got out of the car to return the car. What's that? They have an Aldi the quarter. Yes. <laughs> and then she and then she basically tries to tell the guy videotaping her. You know about the, the store Aldi? You know they charge you like a quarter. That way, you have to put the quarter in to get the cart, and you don't get your quarter back until you return your cart. They should do that, she says. What a, that's very true. I love that. What a self-aware lazy bones. That's amazing. That's, 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 so you meant that for a quarter, you would have taken it back, right? Yes. <laughs> ah, see, look at that. So for a quarter, the lazy-ass bitch would have taken the cart back. Unbelievable. Is that all you asked for is a quarter? At least, you, at least you know what you're doing. I uh, appreciate you, you taking the time, so man. Why do, you, why do you guys do this? Well, because, you know, how many times we get people sending us photos of their, you know, the wind takes the car, wham, right into someone else's car. You get. Okay. I, I, and then it just sucks to know, pull into a spot, you know. I'm and gonna think of you every time. Yes, I, that is the idea. We just want to be in your brain all the time and live there. People. And she's got this little button that she's got pinned on. You can't really see in the video what it says, but you know how. You know, during election season or something like that, I voted for Joe Biden type thing. I mean, it is blue. It could be that. I don't know. But uh, I mean, the gal's driving a BMW, so she's got, you know, she's she's probably well off. And, you know, wouldn't you think she'd have some consideration for other people to put the damn carts away? I mean, she'd be totally pissed off if someone accidentally, you know, a cart rolled into her car. But. Anyways, I thought that well, was some people fun. say they want the cardinarks inside of them, and I appreciate that okay, for for you for confirming that, madam. Thank you take care as well. Thank you so much. That's very nice of her. Well, what do you, my question to you guys is this? Why in the hell do you think she was taking the pizzas out of the pizza boxes and leaving the boxes in the cart? Who does that? She's a loon. That's why. Why? She's a loon. She is a loon. I mean, is is she that like psycho to where she doesn't want to put trash, uh, take home trash, and just leave the cardboard boxes you know in the? It the just. Cart? I'm sorry, it's like it just dawned on me. I wonder if she's doing that because she thinks there might be a virus on the box. <laughs> I'm just serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you know, maybe she figures she'd leave the corona there. Well, either that, or maybe she's just trying to uh, 
make it look like they're not frozen pizzas. She's going to go to a pizza party or something. I don't well, know. I, I put in the chat the, the condo where we, we have up in uh, Tennessee. People will get out of the car. Walk. Pert, what happened? I don't hear you. Pert, where'd you go? I don't know. Uh, he was, he was, Pert, he was about to tell us a story about somebody in a condo. But, uh, Erica, what do you think? I, you know, you think it has to do with COVID or just lazy ass didn't want to take, put trash in her car or what? <laughs> um, probably laziness. Hey, like here in Georgia, we have grocery store chains like Lytle and Aldi. But the thing about getting a buggy is you got to pay a quarter. And, and the only way you'll get your quarterback is you've got to put the buggy back. Yeah, no, they do have that. That's uh, that is a thing. And we lost you as well, Bert. But you were talking about somebody uh, at a condo. Oh, yeah. At our condo, there's a dumpster and it's enclosed. You know, it's to make it look nice. People will walk over, take their bag. And instead of putting it in the dumpster, they'll put it right on the ground by the where you would put it in. So I'll grab my phone and just hold it up. I won't be recording them. but They think I will be. And they'll be walking back to their car and you can see them like, Am I getting videoed? I mean, and they'll turn back around and go get their bag and put it in a dumpster. That's funny. Well, I guess this group of people that do this, it's not just like in one area. They have people like in uh, Wisconsin. I was watching a video of it in another state. I guess it's like more, it's like a group of people that just like, I don't know, they videotape people in the parking lot. But uh, good for them. I mean, is it that hard to really return your shopping cart, folks? I mean, really? I don't know. People are just, Flat out lazy these days, I guess. I don't know. Anywho, we got hell. We're almost out of time. Um, uh, we got to do our two Spanish words of the day and then some show plugs. That we do. Uh, so let's uh, head to the mailbox. Oh, thanks for word that gold mic. Word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day. I'm going to hold you to it slightly. Oh, I'm getting to it. I'm there. I got to. Uh, I got to go to this computer because I have a feeling it's an a video type of uh, comment. Uh, but I will let you guys know in just a second. Make sure you, uh, let's see, BP, where are you? Oh, that's the wrong email. I was uh, reading an email about carpet cleaning. I'm like, yeah, we're not talking about carpet cleaning tonight. Not on the show, at least. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess I'll search the mail. I get so much spam mail. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. I really like that. That jingle is on my, uh, in my mind now. That, uh, you know, three-inch tool song. Okay, so there is no, I'm sorry, I do apologize. There is no, um, there's no photo for this. But the word of the day is going to be asinine. <laughs> her face is a five, but her asinine. <laughs> Unbelievable. BP. <laughs> You're going to get us, they're going to be calling us sexist now because of you. Unbelievable. Anyways, okay. if you have a, uh, a word of the day or Mexican word of the day or any type of content you want us to go over on the show, you're always more than welcome to send us that over at slightly serious show at gmail.com or you can, I don't know, what do they call it? DM me uh, over on the Twitter, Twitter uh, at slightly serious. Uh, we get plenty of uh, emails a day, so you're always more than welcome to contribute to more. And if you don't want to be called a sexist, you could have said it in both situations you could have inserted his instead of hers or theirs or or yeah. theirs yeah or whatever they call themselves you know what i'm confused about everything yeah i am confused I am. a lot 
But apparently, and I, and I'm just kind of learning this. I mean, you know, I am, you know, gay and all that, but I don't understand what the hell is, uh, there's, oh God, I'm not, now I'm trying to think of what it is. There's a term out there, but apparently there's people that can feel like they're a woman, like one minute and a, a man the next. Is that the pansexual? Is that what that one is? No, I don't think so. I don't know. Does anybody in the chat know what that, that term is that they identify as? And not bipolar. No, it should be bipolar. Honeybee said confused. Yeah, confused is a good one, but that's not the politically correct term. Yeah, but I mean, at least if you're gay or lesbian, you know you're gay or lesbian, right? At least, yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, RG gender. says gender fluid. Gender fluid, really? Is that it? I mean, how does that work? We need to find somebody that's like that. So I got questions. Maybe it's like Aldi's. You put a coin in the slot and... <laughs> <out of them. laughs> Oops, wrong, wrong button. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That one doesn't make sense. Um, we got to hurry up because producer Eric's got to go. <laughs> I have all the time in the world. I think Donald Wayne and Dennis Lear run until 1130 tonight since they started oh, 30 God. minutes late. Well, that's pretty good. All right. Well, we're going to go with the one that I said I shouldn't go with the other day. Anyways, the Mexican word of the day today is essay. <laughs> this is going to get me in trouble, but whatever. <laughs> why did <laughs> why? And this is not coming from me. This is purely for comedy, oh, yeah. folks. So don't get your panties in a twist. All right. We'll say Elgato sent it. That'll keep you off the. Yes, Elgato sent this uh, this uh, Mexican word of the day. Uh, used in a sentence, it says, why did the Mexican schoolgirl get pregnant? The answer was because her teacher told her to go home and do an essay. (laughs) (laughs) And that really sounds like something Elgato would put out there. Well, that's what he told us to say for the day, a word of the day. Oh, my goodness. Eric, before we get arrested and show up at my door and people burn down my house, what do you got for us? Well, coming up on Podbean Live, you know, with the weekend coming up, um, you've got, um, like, of course, Friday, you've got the, and Saturday, you've got, like, Podbean hosting, like, the whole, like, Ask Me Anything and how to, like, special podcasts, if anybody's interested in jumping in those. But but tomorrow night, Cummings' is Culture is going to host night two of uh, an Ask Me Anything for Podbean Friends, if anybody wants to join. When is that? Um, the, 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Um, if, if anybody's got some questions, we've got answers, right, slightly, right, Pertwee? Damn right. We have all the answers you need. Um, then you've also got um, Chris Unplugged and, you know, and a, and a few other friends do, doing shows uh, over the weekend. Um, the It's Doomsday podcast. And, of course, our regulars, as always, includes us here at Slightly Serious Show, John DeVito and The Old Man and many others. All right. Well, I appreciate that, producer Eric. Uh, Justice Truth Warrior says, I'll send you a natural news link from Mike Adams' platform, Brighton, a wealth of truth in times of lies. Mm-hmm. That would be exciting. I'd appreciate that. All right. Well, we're going to wrap things up. Slightly serious show at gmail.com. Twitter is serious. Make sure you join us over on DLive. If you don't know where the hell to find us on DLive, check in the downloaded version of our episodes, and there's a link there. It's that simple. And not only that, but hell, I think Perwe, you uh, you won some lemons last night, and uh, you know, you you, you uh, earn while you earn some cash, earn some lemons. <laughs> you have to listen to lemons. 
You do, um, and I paid it forward. Yeah, there you go. I appreciate that. Um, and if you look at the D live chat, me and Jess and Bert, we have been doing the rocket to the moon challenge, and we're hoping Mike will get in on it too. <laughs> oh, is Lady Me over on D live too? No, Mike Tampa Bay. Oh, I was going to say, I'd be amazed if she did that. Hey, if, if she's over there, she, she's got to do the Rocket to the Moon Challenge, too. That she does. Everyone has to do the Rocket to the Moon Challenge. That's uh, for our good friend, Jeremy. Anyways, it's been a pleasure, folks. I appreciate you joining us tonight. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, because tomorrow is Friday. America's favorite day. Till then, have a good evening, and I love you, and I love your show. Good night. Good night, everybody. Love you all. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.